This is the city in the city in the city. Episode 4 12. The Grand Cemetery of Mustavia. So, this is it. This is it. The Grand Cemetery of Mustavia. It's massive. Sprawling. The entire inner ring of the city. So many dead people. So many. Oh, look, there's a map. Give me your phone. What phone? One of the ones you didn't smash. Oh, that phone. She hands it over. She takes a picture. So we can find the Ephraim Elabasian grave? Right. This way. We walk. We walk. The graves are crammed together. Headstone against headstone. Monuments arranged diagonally. Every available inch of space. Filled by the dead. Some new. Some old. Most of the names are rubbed away, leaving just... Died 1743. Died 1981. We walk the twisted, narrow path. Since when did visiting graves become a tourist thing? I don't know. Since when did dying become so popular? It's been really popular in Mustavia, apparently. We walk. We walk. Is that someone famous? The name's rubbed away. Mm. A lot of flowers. She says. I don't know what I'll say to him. Him. My father. Oh. Um. Hello? And then... I don't know. I never met him. Me neither. Well, not past the point. I had a consciousness. I never felt any compulsion to find him. Like, zero. Oh. Like he was barely even a person. My mom, she didn't talk about him at all. We walk. We walk. Nicky would love this. He's obsessed with cemeteries. He's not afraid of them? Not cemeteries. He liked to go all the time instead of, like, to the park. He told me he liked doing the math. The math? Of the birth and death dates. We walk. We walk. The sun starts to set. We get to the top of a hill and... Oh. Wow. There... In the innermost ring of the cemetery... Are tents, lean-tos... Crammed... Between graves... In the paths... People... So many... People... It's another... It's another... It's a whole other city. It's a whole other city. That's... That's where they... These are all the refugees. They were right in the center of it all. The whole time. Thirteen. The city of the dead. People. Everywhere. In and out of the tents. Rushing off to. A marketplace in the very center. Two by fours balanced between headstones. Aerosots countertops. Cardboard boxes of fruit. Cracked screen iPads. Vegetable gardens planted along crumbling graves. Generators everywhere. I think the grave is this way. We wade into the marketplace. We squeeze into the marketplace. There's. So many people. Are they selling french fries? I, I don't know. It's. I'll say that. Pommes frites? Apparently. 
Bentley, yes. We push past a woman selling shards of found fabric. We push past, on the ground in front of a big mausoleum belonging to someone named... Franz... something. Is a school? Children staring up at this teenaged girl scrawling long division on a crusty whiteboard and... Behind them... Leaning against headstones... Are maybe a dozen adults? Men and women just staring at these numbers on the whiteboard. Their eyes... They're not blinking. It's a whole other city hidden here. We push past. We push past... A tall and gangly man standing behind a slanty grave. Would you like to try pears? Holds one out to us. Um, I'll take one. Here, hang on. She digs into her pocket and pulls out a bunch of bills. Here, just... She hands them to him. He takes them. He hands over the pear. She puts another 20 on the countertop. He stares at it. Another 20? He stares at it and says... Nothing. I'm... I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what you... Thank you for the pair. Come on. We push past. One bar, two bars. Quick, quick, quick. The crowd parts to let a woman carrying this, like, ancient brick cell phone, followed by this gaggle of people all holding some sort of aluminum foil antenna. She stops, holds the phone to the sky. The antenna attendants thrust their aluminum foil every which way. We push past. The sun's setting now. Even more people are all around us, and we weave in and out and... There, across the marketplace. Across the marketplace. That old woman. A bunch of young kids playing soccer with a cantaloupe. With the pale blue eyes. A little boy kicks the ball in between two headstones and he leaps up in celebration. She's watching us. I stop and watch them play. She sees me see her. Watch them giggle and shout and run. And ducks away and disappears. Did you see her? What? See who? That old woman with those really pale blue eyes. Uh... No, I was... no. Uh, I could have sworn she was... what's wrong? What? Uh, Nothing. Nothing. This is just... this is... She looks back, watches those little kids playing soccer with what looks like a cantaloupe. We should... we should keep going. We push past. We push past. And eventually... Finally... Right in the center of the cemetery... Oh. Oh, shit. She points down at an unremarkable stone headstone. It's the grave of Ephraim Elabasyan. Oh. This is... stunning? Maybe it's supposed to be, like, minimalist? There's no, like, birth and death dates. They're rubbed away. What are we supposed to do now? Say the name three times and then his ghost will appear? Do you think that'll work? Oh. Whoa. She's standing behind the headstone. Behind the headstone is a set of very old stone steps leading down underground. Fourteen. The Catacombs of Mastavia. Down. Down. Stone steps. Stone walls. Have to... Crouch. Have to... Go sideways. Darker. 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 And then... Oh. Oh, shit. Whoa. A torchlit passageway. Catacombs? Who the fuck was Ephraim Elabasian? We walk. We walk. Move deeper underground. Empty stone shelves line the walls. Who keeps the torches lit? Look at all these, these... These nexus points, this must be under the entire inner ring. Maybe even more? A whole other city. The third, if we're counting. The passageway narrows. Tightens. We're going deeper. Deeper. Turn sideways. I can just barely fit. Single file. Squeeze. And... Oh. She looks up. What? She looks up. Oh. 
Oh, the passageway finally opens up into a large chamber. A huge chamber. Vaulted ceilings. 40, 50 feet high. Columns. Archways. One of the walls. One of the walls is entirely... Is entirely little tiny drawers. Little tiny drawers, floor to ceiling. Stretching up and up and up. Ladders run on tracks around the chamber. It's a giant card catalog. A what? Never mind. She squints at the drawers. Each of these has a name on them. A name? Or names. On the tiny little label on the front, some are ancient, looks like a, like a, like a quill or something. The ink is faded, you can barely read what it says. Some are typed, some are in pencil, some are written in Sharpie. You can still smell it. There must be hundreds. Thousands. Tens of thousands. What is this place? I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Uh... What? Our names are on one of these drawers. She points. Written on a drawer. In calligraphy. It says... Tess... And Laura Maynard. Maynard. You gonna open it? I, uh... Not just my name on it. Together? Yeah. She puts her hand on the tiny drawer. She puts her hand on the tiny drawer. One. Two. Three. Three. Inside is a folded photograph of a young woman holding a baby. She holds her. She's holding her. So tightly. As if the camera might steal her. As if the baby might fly away. This is, um, my mom and me. She's so... Afraid. I was going to say, I I don't know what I was going to say. It's Tess and Laura Maynard. Look, there's also... She reaches back into the drawer. There's... She pulls out... A piece of paper. Folded into a tiny square. She hands it to me. She unfolds it. That's my father's name. I mean, the rest is all in Mustavian, I think, but that's... What do you... What do you think it is? I, um... I mean, it looks pretty official, but... Yeah, I... What? I, um... I think it's... What? It's a death certificate, I think. What? That word, set, it was on a bunch of the headstones. I think it's saying he died ten years ago. Oh. I'm so... Mm. Okay. Well... She heads back for the door to the passageway. Hey, wait. She jogs to keep up. Back up the narrow corridor. Squeeze through. Okay, so what's our plan? Plan? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the Hall of Records is in the outer middle ring. I saw it on the map. Why would we go to the Hall of Records? To find out what happened to your father. Oh, no. No, no, I'm not doing that. She winds us out toward the surface. Into the torchlit corridor. Up. Up. Okay, so maybe we can just ask the lawyer then? Maybe they can put us in contact with... What are you doing right now? She stops. What is this that you're doing? I'm, you know, I'm figuring out what we're going to do next. Do next? To find out, you know, to find out what happened to your dad. We know what happened. He's dead. I mean... Seems like that's pretty definitive. We don't, we don't actually know anything. We're, we're just going to give up? I don't know what we're doing, but I, I came here to get a package. I did that. Mission accomplished. You came here to find him. I found him. He's dead. She turns and heads up the stone steps. Up. 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 Wait. This is the most concrete clue we've found. 
Just seems like we finally actually... We? Okay, fine. You. To be honest, it feels really weird to care about this right now. Weird. He's like one of like a million people who died in this stupid city. Harping on one dead guy when all those people up there are... What? I don't, it just feels so... I don't know. So gross. We reach the surface. Back out into the cemetery. Dark now. People have started to settle in for the night. People are starving. People are dying. This place is just... She turns and walks on. The lean-tos are lit up with all kinds of different light. Candles. Flashlights stood on end. Old car headlights connected to an old car battery. Those are separate things. Your father and... I just... I just don't think you're done. Okay, well, I am, so... I think you're allowed to care about your father and... Why? He never really existed to me. Of course he existed. He... Not to me. Why do you even care? What? Why do you even care? You never knew him. No, but... You do realize you're not her, right? I know. I, of course I'm not. I just... You don't have to pretend with me. Stop. You don't have to pretend not to care. Please, stop. Because I think clearly, like, clearly you want to know, because that's why you came just here. Just stop, all right? People look over at us. Look out from their lean-tos, from their tents. She says... You don't know anything about me. I can't. I don't want to do that, okay? I don't want to keep... She starts to walk away. Out through the graves, out through the marketplace. What about what your mother wanted? Um, you don't know anything about my mother, actually. I know it was important. Important enough for her to come all this way. She didn't come all this way. You came all this way. My mother? I mean, you booked the tickets. You booked the place with the blue door. Okay, okay, okay. You want to know what my mother would have done? She wouldn't have even left the apartment. She says... My mother hadn't left her apartment in eight years. Eight years. When I went back there, I was... I mean, it was horrifying, disgusting. Newspapers, canned goods, food everywhere. Roaches all over the place. It stank. I sent her money. She spent it on garbage. On things and things and things and things. Whatever she saw on TV or online or in the circular. She lived in this, 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 this filth. You want to know how much credit card debt she left me? I sold all of her stuff and all of my stuff and I'm still carrying her debt. She wouldn't have come here. She wouldn't have even gotten past the threshold. She says. You know, I never knew him. I barely knew her. I'm telling you, I don't care. Please. Just. She turns to walk. She says. I don't believe you. Oh, okay. Well, I don't believe you either. Believe me. Believe me about what? So mysterious. What? All those, like, burner phones. Those are... All this cash you just have to throw at charity cases like me. It's my savings. It's... Bullshit. I... Don't, like, don't lie to me. You think I don't know how people act when they've taken things that don't belong to them? You stole it. I... No, I... Liar. Look. You're a liar. That's what you are. Okay, technically, I... Uh-huh. Yeah. What I thought. I was married to him, so it was mine, too. It's not a big deal. How much was it? How much did you take? $21,000, but... Who the fuck are you? You know who I am. No, I really don't. This, this, look, this isn't... Let's just go to the city hall or wherever they keep the records. Start there. I can help you look oh for... Oh my God, just stop. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. We're done. Thanks for the company. Have a nice life. The City in the City in the City is produced, written, and directed by Matthew Cupidacaza. Sound design and original music are by Kate Marvin, mixed by Kate Marvin. Ebony Booth plays Tess and others. Mary Cabot plays Laura. 
and others. Artwork is by Angeline Babcock. Special thanks to Caitlin Baird and Grant Berger. If you're enjoying The City in the City in the City, please subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned next week for more The City in the City in the City.